now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 283 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, I'm down here in the basement yet again. And Pete. Oi. Oi. Uh, Gordon. How's it going? And special guest, Carl. Hey, guys. All right. We have a Carl and a Carlos, and this is gonna, not going to get confusing, I swear. I can call Carla real quick and see if she's busy. <laughs> Fuck off, Gordon. Uh <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out to our patrons, specifically our black belt patron, Andy Thompson. Uh, even in the hottest of hot weather, the coldest of cold weather, he's always the perfect temperature all the time because of his black belt powers. He's also always wearing a coat, no matter how hot it gets. Yeah, but a cool coat. Cool. Yeah, well, yeah. It's not actually literally cool. Like it actually makes it really hot. But he can handle it. He can handle the heat. He can handle the heat because of how cool the coat is. Because man's not hot. Man's not hot. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and also, man can't dance. Or man don't dance. Uh, anyway. Uh, if you'd like to be as awesome as Andy, head over to patreon.com slash blind studios and become a patron today. Uh, and yeah, do that. It really helps us out. If you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindstudios.com. Uh, click on the Amazon link the bearer homepage. Do your Amazon shopping as normal. You get a bit of kickback from Amazon. It really helps us out. Carlos, what have you been up to this week? Well, you know, Games Done Quick was this week. Uh, oh, yeah. Games How much of that did you watch? I saw up to Thursday. <laughs> I wake up. Uh, you just get fucking tired of it or something. I, well, like I was watching like a, a like a early some of the early morning Thursday runs, and I fell asleep. I wake up and like, oh, there's something wrong with the internet. And I like I was I go look outside, and like there's a tree that's down in our backyard, and our lines are down, and we do not have internet. And that was my Thursday. And then like called uh, Comcast a couple times to finally get to a person, and that like. I guess I got through to a person, and I got tickets submitted, and that was about all I accomplished that day. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, Friday morning, apparently, uh, they uh, came by and uh, put the neighbor's internet up. Uh, no, that was not Friday morning, Carlos. It was Saturday? That was, no, that was Friday when I got home. Oh, when you got home. Just because you woke up doesn't make it morning <laughs> no, no, I was I, I was up. I, no, I thought, uh, no, I thought when you were talking about I thought you had when you, you had said that they did in the morning. No, they were they were literally still there when you were talking about oh, it. No, yeah, they uh, see so yeah, the internet. The, the neighbors got their internet, but we did not, even though Comcast was already here, and our cords were right there next to them. Yeah, and we had also submitted a ticket and everything. You want to see a mopey Carlos take away his internet? <laughs> yeah, it got <laughs> it gets rough. real sad, real fast. And then I, I, I managed to survive. I eventually got Steam online because Steam cut me off because like, hey, you're not in offline mode. We can't do anything for you. So I had to use my phone, work around for that, get connected and start restart in offline mode and all that fun stuff. Hmm. Listen to a lot of podcasts this weekend then just because I had no access to any other Internet. So, yeah. No. So you didn't do any like reflecting? You're like, use no. it as... No, a time to be away from. That's what I need the internet yeah. for because I don't want to be know, in my own head. <laughs> maybe maybe do some household chores. Do uh, bake I mean, some bread. Bake some bread. You know, make make some delicious food. Yeah, Casey had uh, mentioned like I could uh, clean the the uh, kitchen a little bit more on Friday, and then like it turned like just that night or was it Saturday morning that you just made the kitchen a disaster right again. I make the kitchen a disaster every day, but then I clean up after myself. It just sometimes takes twelve or more hours. <laughs> well, it depends on how drunk I get while I'm making the kitchen a disaster. Although we did make it, the reason the kitchen became a bit more of a mess yesterday was because we also made, uh, what was it that we made? It was you can drink. remember the drink of the name, or and the name of the coconut drink. Coconut pineapple in it. it yeah, was, you uh, got this. Yeah. Yep, those are those are the two names in the yep. ingredients. It was a coconut, coconut pineapple drink. The pina colada. Pina colada, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, a pina colada. <laughs> Yeah, so we had some uh, pinot coladas last night. After, oh, we hit the uh, arcade. We did right. hit the arcade. Yeah, the uh, vagabond arcade vagabond. in yeah uh, downtown River Falls. Yeah, that was cheap. Uh, just like a like for most games, where it was just a quarter to play. Was so that your that first was, time going down there? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty rad. The pinball yeah. was like fifty cents each run, so that was fun too. I wasn't and like since it was coins, I wasn't accidentally re like putting more tokens in because I like it was the the other arcade in uh, Hudson. 
Hudson uh, tap. The one because I had put my uh, card in my uh, front pocket, so I kept reactivating it by like walking in front of the p- pinball machines and like lost credits that way. <laughs> free as I was just yeah, well, Pete, well, around, that, that, Pete got a uh, free play off of that though. I just walked up to it. I was like, oh, there's a ball ready to go. Somebody's an idiot. Turns <laughs> out it was Carlos. Yeah. We're just activating it. Just the card was just activating stuff. All right. Uh, anything else? Nah. All right. No, never mind. Spider-Man on Tuesday, though. Yes. That we'll talk about that Spider-Man. next week. Spider-Man. Spooderman. Jim Spooderman of the um, uh, Manhattan Spoodermans. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yep. Uh, Pete, what have you been up to, man? Oh man, I saw John Wick finally. Oh, oh yeah. hey, how was that? that? Was fucking sweet, really violent. Do you yeah. see the theaters or like? A- yeah, I, the yeah, I don't. I don't believe in, one of the, in violence. Okay, <clears throat> it's uh, one of the smaller ones, because like, it's been out for like weeks. Now, yeah, but yeah, finally saw it. I thought it was awesome. Went to a Twins game on Tuesday. Uh, the Rays suck. Apparently, I don't really watch baseball. I go to baseball games, but so you're saying the Rays suck because they somehow lost to the Twins? Well, it was like they like Twins had like eight runs before. Uh, Tampa Bay got anything, so oh yeah, and that was like seventh inning. I, think, I don't know much like about that, the Twins, but, but that sounds like the Twins normally don't do that well. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't know. But I did that? Went to uh, my folks uh, Friday after work. Hung out with my brothers. Uh, my brothers, my whole family was there, so we were hanging. Came back to River Falls yesterday. Uh, went to a grill out, partied it up. Fuck yeah! And then today I was playing some Team Fight Tactics. My computer. Oh, your computer. Yep. On the internet, huh? Yeah. You privileged Yeah, my asshole. internet never went out. So, <laughs> you know, living a good life. So, living your best life, Pete. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I think that's All it. All right. Gordo? Oh, uh, what have I done? I haven't done much this Was I here last week? Yes, you were. Did I talk about the tweakers I got in my house? No, you did not. I've, yeah. are, aren't those just <laughs> called Spooner residents? Uh, no, they're from Minong. We don't associate with them. <laughs> yeah, I came home uh, last. Last weekend, uh, last Sunday after doing the podcast, and I didn't notice it because I was just cooked and went to bed right away. Woke up the next morning and I was, my kitchen cabinets are all open, my bathroom is pillaged through, and all my cleaning chemicals are missing. So I, I know this isn't imperative to the story, but you you preface this story with, "Hey, did I talk about this thing on the show last week that happened yeah, to be after the show last it's week?" Been a long week. <laughs> been a really long week. <laughs> it's an why easy didn't you answer? <laughs> why didn't you lock your doors if you have to worry about? They were tweakers. locked. They it's an old house and they got in through one of the front windows. So that, that, that sounds that sounds really shitty, man. Yeah. Wait, so they were just after like, like, did, chemicals. Yeah, yeah, anything, just chemicals. Okay. Nothing, nothing, nothing of value serial number or anything of real value that would oh, okay. warrant me to call the police or file anything. So they oh, knew nice. what they're well, doing, but I mean. Maybe still call the police, but warn other people. But, yeah, you know that. Yeah. But I mean, like TV and all that was <laughs> like nine one one. Just call the non emergency. Yeah, well, oh, I have right. like a five gallon jar of coins. It's probably two three hundred bucks in there. They didn't even bother to touch that. And, well, that's heavy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of too many pennies in there. Yeah, and coins, man. Like, what are you gonna do with them? You can't get rid of those. Yeah, nobody takes them. Nobody wants them. Well, DMV, DMV can take them though. <laughs> no, actually, if you bring too many coins to the DMV to pay your shit, no, they, you they get have in trouble. To, they have to t- take the... They're a government agency. They have to take the coins. No, uh, they have to take the coins within reason. So, like, the people who have been, like, who, like, pay their speeding tickets with pennies and stuff, they can refuse payment. Oh, do they change that? Or do they yeah, they that because change? people kept doing that shit. Yeah. And it might vary state to state. God, but. that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, guy, the people who have, like, been doing it are just absolute assholes. Yeah. That's probably that's a great idea. I mean, I'd like to see it, you know. Anything else, Gordon? Uh, Didn't really do anything, but I got a free day pass to the PGA Tour coming up this weekend. Ooh. Well, this next weekend. Wait, where is that going to be? Blaine. Okay. So I don't know who's playing or whatever. Isn't that a gym leader from Pokemon? Probably. I don't know. Okay. But it's free, so. And all the beer and food's going on the company credit card, so. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So it's double free. Yeah, right? And taking a few customers with, so we'll wine and dine. There you go. You know, Gordon, it's a hard just, job. Be, just because you're whining, dine, whining and dining yourself doesn't mean you can call it customer. <laughs> <laughs> I buy paint for myself, damn it. Oh, okay. Well, then then, then you're good to go. Oh, this customer really needs a... Uh, you know, he's he's wavering a little bit. He might go to, like, the, the one with the bear or something. So how many, uh, like, quote-unquote, customers are going to be coming with you that are going to justify the bill for your own food? <laughs> <laughs> Three, damn it. Three. Isn't, isn't, like, the official beer of the PGA Tour, like, Bud Light? or something oh, ridiculous yeah. like that. I don't know. Uh, I will take a water then. 
<laughs> Same thing. All Not right. Support the devil. All right. Uh, and Carl, uh, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Because oh. all I know is you showed up here because Gordon invited you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's basically what ha- happened. Um, I'm a chiropractor in Prescott, Wisconsin. I also coach track down there, uh, supervise the weight room, um, hopefully become the uh, strength and conditioning coach this next year, which just applied for that. Um, I don't live too exciting of a life, but we're constantly doing something. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, so this week, what did I do? Uh, I went to San Jose um, and in California for, uh, for an eBay developers thingy. So I spent, spent the week on the eBay campus, which was neat, I guess. Uh, learned that I can't listen to uh, tech CEOs talk without getting irrationally angry. Who's talk? Uh, so, uh, the like the closing the closing thing for the eBay conference was it was like an hour and a half with uh, sit down with the eBay CEO, and so like it's a room of like a hundred developers and the eBay CEO and then like his handlers, right? And so like they were doing like a Q and A. So he talked about nothing for an hour. Then he opened it up for a half hour for questions. Um, and everybody like the, he would somebody would ask a ask her like a really pointed question about something that they weren't happy with with what eBay was doing, and he would go on like this three to five minute diatribe, doing basically everything but answering the question. All I wanted to do was stand up and be like, "Hey, why didn't you answer his question?" Actually, you should just stood up, <laughs> ask the same question again. <laughs> Like, oh, man, I was so irritated by the end of the damn thing. Like, you could talk for an hour. Like, I mean, yeah, we spend an hour and a half saying nothing every Sunday. But <laughs> we don't have millions of dollars to back it up. Yeah, and we're not CEOs or anything. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you could call yourself CEOs. You've been doing it for seven years now. Right? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, uh, other than that, um, rented a Tesla while we were there. Uh, it, was our, it was our driver. and It was our, like, daily driver car. And that was that was interesting. I'm not sold. Hmm. Um, regenerative braking is stupid, and I like my car to coast. Um, I don't like they like all of the like all the instrument panel is on like uh, like a tablet, but like where the center console would be, like where the like, your radio and stuff would be. Um, and so there's no dials and stuff behind the wheel in front of you. You have to look to the right for everything. It's gonna be irritating. Yeah, uh, but some some bits were cool. Like the autopilot was terrifying, but cool. Um, and then yeah, I don't know. We drove it out to Santa Cruz one night and hung out on the boardwalk, and that was a lot of fun. And then I had the best burrito of my life. It was life changing, and uh, every other burrito makes me cry now. Uh, was, we went to this. Uh, it was it was called uh, Taqueria Eduardo, and it was this little hole in the wall right next to this uh, liquor store. Um, in Campbell, and the burrito was think a Chipotle burrito, but twice the size, lengthwise. Like it was a massive, massive burrito, about mm. the same width all the way down. Uh, but the ingredients were so much better. I had uh, carne asada, and it was filled with rice and beans and guacamole and oh, meat, and it was so fucking good. And then my boss got sick from. <laughs> From because he he got the uh, the enchiladas and like he was like up at four a.m. like just intestinal problems <laughs> and I'm like oh I slept like a baby Andy like it was so good and <laughs> I think I think what the issue was is I washed mine down with um with you know like a forty of Corona and <laughs> <laughs> and he washed his down with water hmm. Oh, oh yeah, no, that'll. Work. <laughs> it's not. It's not like they shipped the water from Mexico, but I mean, still. Well, I mean, not, it was water at the hotel. Yeah, like because we got it to go. Um, yeah, I don't know. it was it was amazing. I loved it. Uh, yeah, and then dealt with the whole internet thing. I made bread on Friday because I didn't have internet. Um, made some good sandwich bread. It's been pretty good. Maybe making little egg sandwiches with it in the morning. Mm. Uh, and then... Did you watch any GDQ on your phone? No. I didn't either. Uh, and then... What, what did I do? Yesterday, we went and, uh, had a few drinks. Yeah. And, yeah, went to the arcade, and that was fun. And then today, I made, uh, made taco stuff. 
made this really good salsa with uh, like uh, so the salsa I've been making with like corn and um, poblano peppers and grilled onions and stuff. But then I uh, got some tomatillos and uh, blended those up with an avocado and some cilantro and some lime to make mm. like a base. And so that was like a creamy base to it. Oh yeah. Hmm. Very happy with my food this weekend. Made some corn on the cob. That yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I made I made some Mexican street corn again, which is basically corn on the cob with uh, with like a spice blend on it um, and some lime and uh, mayo instead of butter. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, because yeah, I'd make. What do we have going around right now? Oh uh, well, right now, Casey, what is that? Well, it is a convenient distraction. I was wondering how to. <laughs> I guess our wow. listeners couldn't see me point at the convenient distraction that we have, which is the name of the beer that we're drinking. <laughs> uh, it's from uh, Oso. Oso. Yep, yeah. which means bear. But does it? Does yeah. it really? Yes. And that's just an O, and then so after that. Carl, stop, stop getting uh, distracted. <laughs> Conveniently. But is it really a bear? Oso just means bear, okay? I don't... Just but like who said it means bear? Okay, so this is an imperial porter with <laughs> vanilla and coffee beans added. Um, it's imperial porter mashly blended with uh, aquacate coffee from the Norino region of Colombia and Madagascar bourbon uh, vanilla beans. Ten and a half percent ABV, just for Gordon. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say from the uh, about this. Uh, Oso is a brewing company in Wisconsin. Yeah. Carlos, tell me about this brewski. That smell is pretty strong. Like, when I first poured it, it was, like, two feet away from me. It's like, oh, wow, I can smell it all the way from here right away. Uh, uh, I find the taste a little lacking. I'm trying to think how to describe Ooh. it. I don't know. Well, you're making, it like, a face like you're grossed out. That's that's his like beer-drinking face. No, this is... I don't know. This is <laughs> really good. I don't know. This isn't... <laughs> There's something about this uh, Imperial Porter I don't like. This uh, coffee vanilla bean one. Okay. Hmm. Peter? Yeah, a lot of vanilla in there. Mm. Yeah. Much vanilla. A little bourbon. I like how there's like subtle bourbon to it. Probably because it's like in the vanilla beans or Mm -hmm. something. So that's good. I like it. It doesn't... uh, You can't tell that it's like 10.5%. It's got a pretty heavy sweetness. Yeah, it's very heavy sweetness. Carl? Yeah, I'd have expected more of a bourbon flavor in it, but uh, this is the type of beer that I go for. I tend to go for the dark, sweeter coffee and ones like that. Um, Yeah, I drink it again. All right. Jordan? I get no vanilla, but just a face full of coffee beans. Which I'm not mad. It's just like a little bit of bourbon on the nose, but don't really get it. And like Pete, you're saying that don't taste ten and a half percent. This tastes like Werther's Originals to me. Mm-hmm. Like I get like this big like Werther's flavor, um, especially like lingering on the back end. I don't know why. There's nothing like obviously caramely about this, um, but I guess Werther's really isn't caramel. What Werther's just tastes Coffee? like. Oh. Toffee? Toffee? Maybe? I don't know. It's like a creamy... No, it's, like, it's like fake they're caramel. Hard, yeah, they're the hard caramel. Yeah, yeah but they don't taste like caramel. Yeah, like, I think it's like a to- I think it's more toffee. You're talking about caramel. the old grandpa candy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's to- that's all caramel. It's, but it's, it, like, it's that tastes different than if I just... It's more, like, more butterscotchy. Butterscotchy, yeah. which is an off flavor in beer, which is why I'm like, oh, why am I getting this flavor? That's, yeah, that was it. Butterscotch. Butterscotchy, yes, because <laughs> they're a butterscotch candy. Werther's, really? Yeah, I think so. I, I think, think they're a butterscotch candy, right? I thought more, it was more of a caramel coffee toffee. Uh, Those are just all the things that we have listed off. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just reiterating what you guys said. Okay, where there's original classic. Um, or, well, you're not. Is is Werther's original butterscotch or caramel? Is the very first like suggested search that pops up. That's what we want to know. And now we get a five minute diatribe from the CEO of Werther's talking, <laughs> just not answering the question. Okay, Wikipedia should have us an answer here. Yeah. All right, Werther's original from. Uh, oh, it's originated in Germany. What do you know? Uh, it's a caramel flavored candy, so it's not a caramel candy. It's a caramel flavored. Um, all right. Oh, and apparently, the Werther's original in the UK is chocolate. 
Oh. Hmm. Well, what the fuck are they thinking? I don't know. They're British. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, give me a number. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I, man, I don't know if I like this beer. Yeah. No. I. I'm gonna give this a five and a half. It's pretty easy to drink. Definitely doesn't feel like twelve and a half, like twelve or like what was it eleven and a half or something like that. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Well, but like there's something, something with the flavor I don't like about this one. It's like they use too much uh, like vanilla extract or something. Maybe yeah. The uh, number? Yeah, give me a number. Probably like a seven. Seven. Seven out of ten. Right. Yeah. Uh, Carl, we uh, we rate these on a one to ten scale based on personal preference. So uh, just whatever you would think it is on your on your personal beer scale. Uh, I'd probably give this seven and a half or eight somewhere in okay. there. Gordon? Uh, yeah, seven. I'm gonna give it a four. I I like Ooh, there's that's low. Yeah, it's there's something not right with this beer. I don't know. So and I, I think it's be, it might just because I have butterscotch stuck in my head now, and like that's all I can taste. See, I'm See, not getting I'm not getting the butterscotch off flavor. It's a convenient distraction that you don't know. I feel very distracted. So I I had it. They should have called this two years ago. ago. But I would just be this ab shirt <laughs> in this ad. So <laughs> I had it two years ago in in uh, 2017, July of 2017, actually. But it was a bomber in a completely different label, and I gave it a four seven five on Untapped. Yeah, so... And yep. looking at the notes I gave myself, it tastes completely different than this. Oh, really? Yeah, well, here's the label for... Yep, yeah, I have mm-hmm. that up on yeah. uh, Beer Advocate. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, so I wonder if they change it up when but they the, moved it into yeah, the, the, dis- the six-pack? It's the same description, though, uh, as the as yeah. this bottle. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and brewing with coffee is also very hard because that can produce off-flavors, too. A lot, Usually a lot of, like, green pepper. And stuff like that, but I'm not getting any. I think any of maybe that. got off to a wrong foot with me because it said convenient distraction flavored Imperial Porter. And what does that mean? What is it, it's, how can you be flavored convenient distraction? What kind of a flavor is a convenient distraction? Well, see, you got you conveniently got distracted, but it did not help the beer at all. No, no, <laughs> but it, it is living up to its name. We have been <laughs> utterly distracted by this beer for and by a word that's original and other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just convenient, okay? Yeah. Just convenient. All right. Um. And now the Department of Defense presents news with Casey. That's me. The town of Orstritz in Germany has decided to counter a far-right music festival by drying them out. Head of the neo-Nazi festival, a court had banned the sale and possession of alcohol to try and prevent violence from erupting, which led to um, 1,109 gallons of beer being confiscated from the white supremacists coming to, into town. The citizens of Orstritz, I, I, Orstritz uh, decided to take things a step further and attempted to buy out all the alcohol in town to make sure there would be nothing for them to buy. The plan was devised a week in advance. We wanted to dry the Nazis out, uh, said one Orstritz activist. We thought if an alcohol ban is coming, we'll empty the shelves um, at the supermarket. Uh, and so I read a little bit more on this, too. Like, they bought, like, cases and cases oh, yeah. of beer from the supermarkets. It was insane. And just this organized buyout. Like, I tried to read like about it. I was, like, really confused. How I like what that... Because they put a ban in beforehand. Like, yeah, before. so, yeah, so they couldn't have... Uh, they couldn't serve at the festival. And it wasn't just cases of beer that they were buying out. Um, they were going into, like, pubs and, like, buying kegs and stuff. Like, it was insane. I thought Germany had a hard ban on, like, Nazi memorabilia. They have bans on... Uh, on hate speech. They have on hate speech. Uh, they also have bans. Like people were arrested for uh, having. Uh, they said like a uh, uh, certain. Politi- they didn't list say the political sy- uh, symbols in the article, but it was basically clearly they had the uh, they had the swastika. Yeah, armbands yeah. and stuff. Band- band- like, and yeah. also, if you have any, like if you have a face mask, like a drummer on stage for because it was a music festival had like we'll put a. Uh, uh, I can't remember what it, what kind of uh, face mask it is on, but put it on and like uh, and got like arrested for that. Yeah. But these guys have figured out how to get around most of those hate speech laws. I was going to say, I can't imagine the lyrics are about sunshine and rainbows. If it's well, no, no, but so they, they, they're they not banning the music, it's the people at the music. Right, festival. I'm just yeah. curious how they managed to get the music festival off the ground in Germany. Especially if, like, only, I think only, like, 600 people showed up I mean, I could it. see Alabama doing something like this, but... <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not just Alabama. Um, but... 
Yeah, uh, it's 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 interesting the legal loopholes that these that these bastards have to go through in order to have their fucking festival. Maybe they would get the hint and be like, "You're wrong." <laughs> Like no no you are wrong. <laughs> that was actually surprising just that how, like just because it was only six hundred people that showed up like and because uh, Germany is really not proud of their history for that. No, but they they're they're not proud, but they so like so like they also like so that's like one of the reasons like like all these citizens came out like that like yeah. to do stuff. Is but just it's it's also very interesting in Germany that they're very open about it. They're like yes, this is a thing that did happen. We need to like learn about it we need to talk about it like we can't just sweep it under the rug like um american history we just kind of sleep slavery under the rug we don't talk about it we don't like we ignore it but um like german uh germany is like dealing with their issue yeah instead of like we're just gonna put this in the closet over here <laughs> and just don't don't open that one don't open it and tournament camps what are those yeah, oh yeah yeah we we never had con- and we still don't have concentration camps. That's that's no. nope. That's a that's a German thing. We don't deal with that. Uh, police in Oakland, uh, Maine, uh, dealt with. Uh, I'm just gonna go to the original article here, Carlos. What did, that <laughs> did my spelling go wrong? Uh huh. All right. <laughs> it went wrong. Uh, blame autocorrect. <laughs> All right, Oakland police dealt with a different kind of suspect over the weekend, a goat. Uh, police wrote on Facebook that they responded to a call to a call of a goat chasing a woman down a street. You really never know uh, what you're going to encounter when responding to a call of a woman being chased down the street. Will it be nothing? Uh, could you be getting into a physical altercation? Well, this sus- suspect was a little bit of both, police wrote on Facebook, after uh, or an officer restrained the goat using freshly certified de-escalation uh, skills. Uh, the goat was returned to its owner, and no charges were filed. Yeah. Uh, you could have filed a charge on that goat. Yeah. And then but, eaten it. But they used de-escalation tactics, Casey. So they didn't have to shoot the goat and then plant, like, drugs on it? Or a gun? <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been bad. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That would have got somebody's goat. Oh. That was good. <laughs> All right. Uh, dozens of drivers trying to make it uh, to the Denver Inter- International Airport had to make a detour thanks to a car crash. Unfortunately, Google redirected drivers along a muddy road on private property where... <laughs> Carlos, you're... Uh... No. My spelling's not going where... No. I'm going to blame autocorrect. Wait, wait, wait. I'm curious No, about there's fucking spell check. All right. <clears throat> We're just going to read this as written. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious what this is. Unfortunately... Unfortunately, Google redirected drivers along a muddy road on private property where thy was supposed <laughs> thy promptly became stuck in the mud. <laughs> Monsies was one of the drivers that took the detour. It was supposed to be uh, half the time, Monsies said. It spit us out onto the dirt road. But my thought was, well, there are all these other cars in front of me, so it must be okay. So I just continued. Unfortunately. The recent weather had turned the road from dirt into the swamp of sadness from the never-ending story for approximately 100 motorists. For those of you who don't know, the swamp of sadness is where that horse died. Yeah. It's very sad. It's very sad. It's the swamp of sadness. Uh, I just, like, I can just imagine all of these, like, cars just, like... Can you imagine, like, the first one, like, being stuck and then, like, watching this other... No, no, no. And, like, there's, like, oh, there's a lot of cars here, so I must be going the right way. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm clicking to see if I can find a picture of this. Just cars stuck. Nope, just a bunch of muddy... I had found one photo, but, like, it, like when I opened up the actual article that the photo linked to, like, did not show up at all. So. <clears throat> all right. Uh, the Catholic bishop for the city of... Buena Ventura, Colombia, uh, believes that demons are plaguing his town, uh, and he has just the scheme to bust them. Bishop Monsignor uh, Ruben Dario uh, Yaramillo Montoya is planning on borrowing and borrowing a navy copter so as to rain holy water from above on July 14th, a feast day for Buena <laughs> Ventura's patron saint. <laughs> want to go around the whole of Buena Ventura 
uh, from the air and pour holy water onto it to see if we exercise all those demons that are destroying our port, Montoya said, uh, so that God's blessing comes and gets rid of all the wickedness, wickedness in our that is in our streets. The city does have a history of uh, violent paramilitary gangs, but the violence has taken a severe decline in the last decade thanks to humanitarian efforts. It is unknown how effective throwing water from a helicopter will be in improving matters. <laughs> Honestly, I think this is a great idea. Like, if we could just have regular um, holy water rainstorms, just to make sure that there's no demons about. That was like was uh, one of the fun, like what looked like a fun job. Like when uh, it was like a. Uh, in Catholic church, I could be like, oh, it's the day where the priest goes around and just flicks water at everybody in the crowd. That, they must be having a blast. Wait, is that a day? That, that's a thing they would do, yeah. What? Yeah. do that on hot days. Oh, <laughs> there's, 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 it's just a g- giant swamp cooler. I don't remember clearly, so I'm going to have to go with Pete. It must be they do it on hot days. It's, it's been a while. Well, no, but like, is it holy water or just water? Or, I think it's supposed or to be holy like water. Or is it like anointing oil? Like, I don't understand it Catholic church. It has been church. blessed. Because you're supposed to, if I remember correctly, if you fe- once you feel the water hit you, you're supposed to do like the sign of the cross. What does that do? Does that enhance the effect? It just yeah. makes it whole. You get plus two holy damage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for for five minutes. Do you do you get plus three if you like if you do like the perfect cross motion? Like, is it like uh? My- it's not skill based, Casey. It's not skill based. <laughs> I don't know. I heard you also have to say fifty hail marys at the same time. Well, that's a lot of hail marys. That's a lot of hail marys. That's why not many people get that. They that don't get bonus. the bonus. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be the best, do what you have to do. <laughs> And you have to say those Hail Marys in the original Latin. Out loud, Ooh. in the middle of church. You can't lose track. You can't be distracted by somebody else saying it. If you, if you alternate between Latin and Greek, uh, you get plus three. No, no, you, you cannot do it in Greek. <laughs> Why not? Because I was in a Roman Catholic church. You can't do it in Greece, in Greek language. That's nonsense. Mm, but most of the Bible was written in Greek. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Zeus you rewrite all that stuff. Yeah, it was written in Hebrew, and then Hebrew was translated Greek, and then from Greek to. But we can also erase Latin, all that excuse stuff. Me, Latin, no, we were talking about real languages. I don't. Because <laughs> Latin is a real language. Was. It could At have one been. Time. Pig Latin on there. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. That's not going well. <laughs> no, because we're just using Pig Latin. No, Which no, apparently no, we no, learned from there on King. Harry, Pro- Harry Potter brought it back. Right? <laughs> but it's just like Latin sounding spells. It's like. Latin sounding. It's not real Latin. Do you know that Alahamora means unlock in Latin? It does not. Yeah. Huh? It totally does. Does it? It totally almost does. means light. Yep. I thought I thought like it was only like really and rough. And Avada Kedavra rough. means murder. And I'm pretty sure it just means Avacadabra. Then they just spell no. it. <laughs> That's not true even a little bit. So wait a was, was Abracadabra taken away from murder? Just somebody yelling murder and land, but they were doing a bad job of it? Yeah, they were possessed by a demon, but then holy water is dropped on them from a helicopter, so <laughs> yeah, it got how, a little garbled. It does happen sometimes. <laughs> you gotta watch out for those holy water helicopters. You, you really fucking do. You really do. All right. Uh, discussion topic. Let's talk about a discussion topic today. All right. Um, Carlos and I came up with this one yesterday. Uh, so basically, I want to know what author would you like to hear read their own story? So um, right now it's really big for audiobooks to be read by the author. Uh, and like the if you don't have one of those, an alternative would be who would you like to like who would you like to read a book to you? Like and what book? So what famous person or unfamous like or person from history would you be like, I want this person to read this story? Or what author would you be like, I would really love to hear this author read me their story? We're going to start with you, Carlos, because I feel like you have a few answers here. Ready to read go. Probably the so most. this is this is kind of a, a tough question just because I like the only like some of the few authors that I'd actually want to already to read their own stuff actually already do that. Like Neil Gaiman reads his books himself a lot of the time for yeah. a lot of the stuff. But uh, I was thinking it'd be fun to have Michael Dorn. Uh, read a book for me just because uh, Michael Dorn he uh, he's an actor he played a wharf in Star Trek but he's got a great voice and I think it'd be fun to have him voice like a star uh, science fiction book like, what book I'm thinking the Leviathan Wakes uh, the first in the Expanse series oh okay so just a really long dry book yeah <laughs> <laughs> to put you immediately to sleep yeah 
That's why I chose Michael Dora. <laughs> She's got a good voice, but it'd also be very relaxing. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Pete? Uh, I haven't read anything in a while, dude. Well, no, but of the books that you've read, like, would um, you would you want the... Is there an author that you'd want to read that or, like, any... Um, um, anybody well, else? A couple, like, books that have, like, stood at, like, Siddhartha is a book, but it's, like, a German dude. I don't think he really, you know, speaks English or he has, like, an accent. I don't think I would want to listen to it with, like, him speaking English with an accent because then it's, like, yeah. you know, not real or whatever. But uh, Terry Goodkind, if he was reading, you know, Sort of Truth, which I think he he has done. Really? I, I don't know. I don't know for sure. But I guess that would be cool. I don't really listen to books. So, just kind of read them in uh, my own voice or characters' voices. That makes sense. Well, do, you, do you think it would ruin the experience if like Terry Goodkind read it and probably? I heard he's a dick. So, or is it, maybe there's like <laughs> oh really? He's just like <laughs> oh no, he's hey Pete. You listening to this? You fucking asshole! <laughs> I mean, he's really nice to his fans on Facebook, but I've just like you just like rumor, you know, yeah. hear all this shit. Maybe about like, him, uh, like what, is there like maybe an actor that you think could like nail doing multiple different fo- character voices? Um, I don't know. There's a, a an autobiography on Jim Carrey, right? Did he do one? Um, I don't know. Or like Bill Murray or something like that. That'd be cool. Have, oh, like, have a, them like read a it. Bill Murray like autobiography yeah. read by Bill Murray. I'd be a little worried yeah. about like what kind of voice it's speaking out of Jim Carrey though. Like it'd be like they're just getting all these like just the craziest <laughs> voices for characters. Mm-hmm. Which also like could be entertaining. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and he would say somebody stop me, but that like, and people would think it was a joke, but it's just really a cry for I help. I think he would like actually not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he tried to avoid doing that one just because he might want to just get away from having everybody expect that from him. I don't know yeah, about I that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Carl. Well, I had to look up the guy's name because I forgot it for a second there, but uh, I'd I'd want to listen to Rob Paulson give some. Oh man, so, Rob Paulson is so good. We're talking about the Animaniacs guy, talking right? About the Animaniacs <laughs> yeah. guy, Jimmy Neutron. He's been Batman. One of the most prolific voice actors of our time. Yep, I imagine he could do justice to just about any good book. Oh yeah, and it was he one with the uh, the mice for? Uh, yeah, he he was he was Pinky. He was Pinky. Yep. The other one I'd go is uh, Stephen King, just because I feel like he'd start reading a book and then. If you've ever read the, um, oh, what's that last part in the book called? Like the, the addendum, after, the, the afterward. afterward. Yeah, if you ever read the afterward on his stuff, he goes off and talks about how these books came to him, um, especially like the Dark Tower series. He talks about how he was just the vessel for the book. So I could, I'd feel like he'd start reading the book, and then all of this new information would come to him, and he'd just start talking and creating this new story. He was the vessel, and cocaine was the fuel. No, not for, uh, (laughs) well, (laughs) for the the first two Dark Tower books, maybe. Well, probably the second one. Not the first one, because he wrote that one very early on, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then he, if he wasn't cocaine, then he was drunk half the time, and after he got run over by a bus or by a car and stopped drinking, right, it still came. It's like, oh, I really have to finish this now because yeah. I almost died. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon, kind of to put a spin on it, um, have the same actors from Neil Gaiman's American Gods on HBO, but uh, can, Showtime. Yep, Showtime. Oh, um, yeah, same thing. We, we're going to lose our sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> but have it Quentin Tarantino style where like you'd read the chat or the chapter would be read, obviously, but like from the different perspectives of the people involved in that chapter. So you get Odin's view and then you get uh, Shadow Moon's view and then you get Mad Sweeney's view points kind of. So you, you know what I mean? You, know, you not only want the actors to voice the roles, but you also want Neil Gaiman to rewrite the show for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What he's else is he doing right now? Yeah, he's, he's sitting on Amazon money. <laughs> he's always got like five projects he's well, doing. Well, and once. Neil Gaiman, reading if I, anything is just so yeah. delightful. If I had to pick one, it'd be, um, who's the guy that plays Odin now? Uh, Mr. Oh, Wednesday. Oh, uh, Hopkins, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, 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 it's no, not no. Anthony Hopkins. Who, no. who the fuck uh, is it? The um, one in, it's, uh, it's uh, not Rip Torn, is it? Mr. No. Wednesday, <laughs> actor. <laughs> 
Who is that? Ian McShane. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, I, yeah. I could listen to him or Morgan Freeman read damn. Oh, yeah. Anything. Ian McShane would be he? great. How old is that dude? Uh, he's a Highlander, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's, and he's <laughs> also in the John Wick movies. He was, he was born in 1942. Oh. He's 76 years old. Damn. John, what have He's also you Blackbeard done? in Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Was he? Yeah. Wow. That's how I recognize him as Mr. Wednesday, is because he has that like particular voice that you can pick out of a crowd. All right. Um, yeah. So this this uh, this kind of came up because uh, I was listening to a record last night. I, I bought a record of like uh, J.R. Tolkien reading poems from uh, Lord of the Rings. Well, it's, well, it's half the, of it is just Adventures of Tom Bombadil. Let's yes. be fair. <laughs> Which Carlos got very angry Fucking about. Tom Bombadil. Right. I am so mad they left him out of the movies. <laughs> There's a really cool fan fiction theory that Tom Bombadil is the father of all evil. You guys look up that. I have a link I can send you guys here. Oh, that he's uh, not. He's the all father of evil. He's like the actually like the first angel that went bad and like went to that land or whatever. No, no, no. I'll I'll send you the link after this. Oh, you can't. That's the only father of all evil. And Similaron is like the angel that went bad. I said fan fiction, not whatever. Oh, fan fiction. Oh, never mind. Was it written by Stephen Colbert? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) At least as far as I know. Official. (laughs) Uh, yeah, no. So like. And, like, I, I got to thinking about that because there's a lot of, like, words that I run into, like, well, in reading Lord of the Rings and stuff like that, where I'm not sure on the on the pronunciation. And so, like, hearing the author, like, how they would want it said would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got to think, like, really any, like, dead author where, like, it, it wasn't in the last, like, 15 years where they could record their voice and record them like, reading their own story. I think that would be really interesting, like, listening to Hemingway read his stories, or Mm. um, Hunter S. Thompson reading Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. (laughs) Like, I feel like that that would just be insane. Uh, It'd just be a really cool experience. And so, like, any of these, like, past authors who didn't have the chance, that would be really cool. I've read that theory, that Tom Bobbitt theory that you that uh, was just handed over to me. I think they should have, they took it the different they should have taken it the other way. They should have ter- made him the oldest evil. That's actually official because then you can actually make it a, a case for it for Tom Bombadil being evil. But what? so the gist of it being is that he lives in the most evil forest in all the land. He does not live in the most evil forest. It's a in all very the land. evil forest. It's a very evil. It's not the it's most very evil. evil. Very, 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 very evil forest. What's that like? But you, the trees uh, don't. What's know. that whipping tree in uh, Harry Potter? The Whomping the Whomping Willow. Willow. Now, basically, Tom Bombadil's forest is just all Whomping Willows. No, it's oak all. trees that have right. the. Have their own super mind. evil, and then there's and there's like the ancient oak or the old oak that tries to eat the hobbits. Yeah, it eats people for okay. nourishment. <laughs> for nourishment, so just like it has to get its food. But so- he stops eating them when you sing the right song. Well, that's just really fucked up. We listened to that last night on the record. Oh, was that one of the songs? That was on the <laughs> I don't know. I just remember I got. It's also in the, like that's that's why uh, that's why the oak lets go of the uh, the hobbits because Tom Bombadil comes and saves them by singing a song. I also left because it was just the, a guy who was like doing it in like a hymnal style. Oh yeah. Well, no, we switched over to the poems that J.R. Oh, Tolkien was reading Jar- the poems. Tolkien yeah, the poems. All right. Yeah. We switched over that, and that was that was all the Tom Bombadil stuff. Oh, that was just that. That was, side one was only Tom Bombadil. Yeah, it was delightful. Only Tom Bombadil, all, all Tom Bombadil, all day long. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> don't understand why you hate Tom Bombadil so much. I That's gonna be next week's discussion topic. Why does Carlos hate Tom Bombadil? <laughs> <'Cause> he's <laughs> evil. If it's he's Lord such of the Rings, a fellow. Uh, in Lord of the Rings, I'm fine with him. It's when it's like I see oh. It's an entire thing that's just the adventures of Tom Bombadil. I want no part of it. But we need to know what happened before he met up with the Hobbits. He had this rich and interesting life. That was never actually described very well. Like That's just, why we're listening to the adventures of Tom Bombadil. Those are just little like uh, things like, here's a thing that happened, and Tom Bombadil, oh, he was a wily fellow. Yeah, well, so he fought a- the Whites. <laughs> no, he, he did not do a whole lot of fighting. He defeated the Borough Whites. That did not come up in those poems at all. It sure did. <laughs> So here's the, the the excerpt that I was kind of talking about before. Uh, question, 
A question, what is the most dangerous place in Middle Earth? First goes to the Mines of Moria, home of the Balrog, but where is the second most dangerous place? Tom Bombadil's country. By comparison, Mordor is a safe and well-run land where two lightly armed hobbits can wander for days without meeting anything more dangerous than themselves. Yet the old forest and the Barrow Downs are all Tom's country and are filled with perils that would tax anyone in the Fellowship except perhaps Gandalf. Okay, first of all, you can't include the Barrow Downs in the old forest. Those are two separate places. That's you why can't I said combine Amba. them. That's why I said and also, Amba. you can't Amba. combine them into one dangerous place. And the only reason Mordor- I feel like you're you're amping the danger up of both of them by combining them. And also, Mortar was only safe because he was he had already drained most of the orcs from the area. Yeah. Because he was just... He needed them to all die for him. So, yeah. If, Elrond if, doesn't even know about him. Or vaguely knows, rather. About Tom Bombadil? Yeah. Well, it's because Tom Bombadil's a mysterious fellow. He's a wily fellow, that Tom Bombadil. <laughs> Dude's older than Elrond, and Elrond, who's the lore master of Middle Earth. No, I think Tom Bombadil him. is the first evil. Mm. Elrond's not the lore master of Middle Earth. Oh, he's not the lore master of Middle Earth. No. Elrond is just an elf. Like he's just He happens to be the leader of the Rivendell elves. He's but. also the smartest elf, basically. Well, I mean, you could say that, but we'd have to put all the elves in a room and give them a test. Elrond, the greatest lore master of the Third Age. Excuse me. There we go. Actually, yeah, I guess it, it does track. I don't know. I feel like Gandalf would be a better lore master. No, no. Gandalf is a literal wizard. Also, he's a fucking archangel, basically. Well, yes, I know he's an archangel. He's not a lore master. He knows all the lore, and he's a master of it. He doesn't have to follow. Let's a- define the term lore master. No. He is actually a 20th level fighter who just has a lot of magical items. That's, that's, what, that's my favorite thing. That is about bullshit. <laughs> he, does no, he has no magic. He has some magic items. He has a magic sword. He has a magic cane, but he has no actual in- magic. He did use magic to cast out Sauron out of. He, yeah, and he also King talked to a butterfly. Face. No, that was like a. Moth. He did a quest. He did a quest line yeah, that got him that. An ugly butterfly. He can speak to minor animals. It's, it's a fucking moth. Yeah, an ugly butterfly. God damn it. Here we go. Elrond, the greatest lore master of the Third Age, has never heard of Tom Bombadil. Elrond is only vaguely aware that there is once someone called, L- I'm going to butcher this, Larwain ben- Bendar. So it sounds like Elrond's a pretty shit lore master. Who might yeah, be the he's same just as unaware. And yet the main road between Rivendell and the Great uh, Havens fair, passes 20 miles out from Bombadil's he house, leave which stands between the most ancient force in Middle-earth, has... Has no elf wandered into the old forest and encountered Wait, Bombadil? I thought Fangorn was the eldest. Yeah, actually, how is it the old? How do you even keep track of the? Because there's a bunch of forests there where all the elves first arrived. Yeah. Also, where are the Entwives, guys? Let's get really down to the real <laughs> yeah, important thing. Are where they, the fuck are the Entwives? Are they bees? No. Entwives are not bees. Well, they bees pollinate. No. There are ants with big tits. Like, I don't think it's <laughs> huge tracks of land. I don't Why think that was. Ask? I don't think they ever said. They ever, I don't think they ever said they had huge tracks of land. <laughs> just gonna put that out there. I know it just it's just a vibe I got off Treebeard. There's just no more ant wives, <laughs> so there can be no more new ants. No, but they had to have gone somewhere, and so one of the theories is they went to the old forest and became feral. What did Tom Bombadil do to them? <laughs> he fucked them. That's fucked up. That's actually worse. <laughs> worse. He's worse than like the most evil Imagine person. He's a tree splinters. rapist. Tom Bombadil, tree rapist. There we go. And that's how we should end you the show. Don't, you don't know it was rape. It could have been consensual. I don't know. I remember how Tom Bombadil, Tom Bombadil acted. It was probably tree rape. He did like put like a was it Tom Bombadil or Bjorn who did Look, the Look, he seems all friendly, but I think he's a sociopath. He nothing really matters to him. Well, no, but which one of them like gave them like the the drought that made them go to sleep? Was that Tom Bombadil or I was have that no idea. Oh no, Wait, no. Just, that, was, that, that, was, that was the old man uh old man Oak or old man Willow or whatever that where they fell they fell asleep against the trunk and then they got eaten by the tree. That's what it is. So the tree's a rapist. I don't think you can make that argument. It was going to. It was literally going to eat them alive. Yeah, well, and they were going to be dead afterwards. Yeah, they, they're going to. It's going to maybe that tree got bones. to the end wives. We don't know. That's probably unlikely. It's just speculation at this point. Well, everything else is confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. No, but I think we can. Uh, we need CSI Middle Earth. No, we can. Uh, I think we could end this episode pretty firmly on Tom Adil is a. Uh, tree rapist. I disagree with this statement. 110. Well, Gandalf is friends with him, so what does that make Gandalf then? 
He's not really friends. Well, you said he's going to go pay him a visit and go hang out with them, right? Maybe he's going to pay him a visit. Or that could have been one of those things like, yeah, I'll pay you a visit. And like, I am never going to carry through with that promise. Also, but Tom Bombadil is kind of super important to the Lord of the Rings because uh, he saves the hobbits from uh, the Borrow Downs and he gives them their weapons. Yeah. Those really cool weapons that they never get to describe in the movies. You know, maybe maybe that's the re- there's a reason to left them out. Because they, they had access to all the lore that J.R.R. Token left. And there was something that maybe that was left out of the books. And they saw that. It was like, oh, we got you cannot put this guy in the film. Maybe that's what happened. Or maybe it was a runtime issue. I feel <laughs> no. like, I feel like I that think may have been I think like we know for a fact that's not a runtime they issue. They took some Lord artistic liberties with The Hobbit to make two movies out of it. Well, like, what about the night that they spent with the elves partying before they ran into the, the Black Riders? I don't even remember that anymore. Well, you know, how did you win Lord of the Rings trivia? Because they were very easy answers. Easy competition, really. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I made it too easy. Next time I'm going to go deeper. We're not going to do anything from the books or the movies. It's all going to be Cimmerillion. I I was expecting to come out there with 50 points, but still win. (laughs) But I came out with only losing, only missing two questions. Oh, okay. All right. Does anybody else want to add anything I to away away from this ridiculous yeah. conversation? Back to our discussion topic. Does anybody have any author or um, actor or person that they would like to have read something? Nope. Morgan Freeman. Oh, read what? Anything. It's oh, one I mean, of those voices you could just listen yeah. to. I would uh, I would like Barack Obama to read just all of the Dr. Seuss books to me. <laughs> 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 I mean, Samuel Jackson already read "Go the Fuck to Sleep." Go so, I mean, fuck what, what who, who is the old the old lady in um, Red with Bruce Willis, where he's like ex CIA or agent person, and they're trying to kill him? Um, but she's the British MI6 lady. That I know burned. who you're talking about. But she could read me Mother Goose stories all day long, and I'd be okay with it. What is her name? Uh, red old lady. That is not probably what I'm gonna. <laughs> 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 Movie red cast. Uh, or, yeah, that's a stupid name for a movie. She's uh, been in a Helen lot of Mirren? stuff throughout the years. Yeah, retired yeah. and extremely. Oh, dangerous. Helen Mirren. Yeah, Helen yeah. Mirren. Yeah, she's been in a lot. Oh, of this stuff is a years. really good cast. Oh, I should watch oh, this movie. There's yeah. two. First one's there's better. Two. There's red and red part two or two. I think it's just red two or something yeah. like that. First one's better, but an extreme. Uh, the, the who's the who's the crazy old guy in that one? Why didn't they just call uh, the second Bruce one Willis? redder? No, no, no. The other one, the more crazy. Oh, uh, shoot, was, was it John Malkovich? Yes, John Malkovich, yeah. <laughs> he does a fantastic job, and he has a spring load. He comes in the second one when they show up to his old spoilers. So only came out nine years ago. It yeah, and he comes spring loaded out holding a crossbow when they show up to his house out in the middle of some swamp <laughs> or another in the second one. Get out of my swamp. <laughs> didn't realize it was your swamp. Yeah. I apologize. All right. Should we get the fuck out of yeah, here? I yeah, I think we should. You're done here. We've done enough damage to Tom Bombadil's reputation today. You have. He did it to himself. <laughs> <laughs> For being so mistaken. Tom Bombadil, you've been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, and if you have any questions, show, comments, show ideas, or what have you, you can shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerstudios or follow us on Twitter at blindnerstudios.com. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.